Okay, so I was recently on a podcast, literally yesterday, and ever since I walked away from that seat, I have been just thinking about if I said enough, if I explained myself well enough, and that is what drove me to just talk and share and I'm not sure what I'm going to even do with this clip. I uh, I never really wanted to have a podcast. Um, I am really wanting, like I've always wanted, to just help people, like specifically women. Uh, not that I feel like I'm an expert. I just feel like I am 34. I've had so many different sort of like phases of my life, experiences that I just feel moved to share and hopefully help just one other woman not have to go through the experience if they don't want to and hear how to avoid those things or hear it's okay if you did go through those things or hear how every experience has its purpose and its place. I never wanted to have a podcast. I think the main reason I didn't want to have a podcast is because everyone has a podcast. <laughs> and that is not a good reason to not want to have a podcast, but I just really want to figure out how to do this. How do I share what I want to share? I just want to talk. I just want to get on here and act like I'm talking to one of my best friends and just be vulnerable and talk about things and explain myself. I think I have always felt misunderstood throughout my life. I have a very kind of standoffish demeanor when I first meet people. It takes me a minute to warm up. Um, and that's just how I've been, you know. I, I've not, I haven't had like a traumatic experience that made me that way. I have great parents. I had a great childhood. I have had great people in my life. I just, I'm just more observant. I've always been more observant. I just kind of observe, you know, see what, what it is and see if I want to, you know, approach that thing or like how I want to move forward in the situation or whatever it is. I'm just, I don't know. So, I want to not be that way and I want to just share stuff. Like there's so many things I want to say. So I'm I'm sort of rambling, but I walked away from the podcast kind of like if you had a conversation with someone, you think to yourself, what did I even just say? Because honestly, I don't remember what I said on the podcast. I have not heard it played back yet. I have no idea if it's even going to make sense. It wasn't like something I was given like questions ahead of time. Uh, it was just like, we're just going to talk. I'm like, okay, that freaks me out. But I just, there's a time for me to share things. There's a way I want to share things. And certain things I just want to make sure I share on my time and explain thoroughly, you know, why. Because that is something that I tend to leave out. And it's so important. I know why I do things and I don't always feel the need to explain that to someone because really, you know, I know why. So why do I need to explain it? But it is important because I think that 
you can relate to it. You know, if you're listening to this and you relate to something and you're feeling that way in a certain situation or you don't have the confidence or the courage to do whatever it is you've been thinking about doing, like explaining the why behind things is important and explaining why I am doing what I'm doing in life is important. And I just don't think I did that very well. And so that drove me crazy last night. I was just thinking and thinking did I say the right stuff? Not that I'm afraid to say certain things. It's just, did I explain myself well? Do people get what I'm actually saying? And so that just drove me to download an app, a microphone app on my phone and just talk. And I have no idea what I'm going to do with this clip. So we will see what I do with it and how I decide to use this. But I think I want to start with just explaining what I'm doing in my life right now. So if you don't know me, my name is Seema. Um, I am originally from Evanston, Illinois. It is a small town north of Chicago, and I was born and raised there through high school. My parents were also raised there and their siblings. Um, it is a smaller town, but I think it was really cool to grow up in a place where people knew your parents, you know, and and their parents and everyone went to the same high school and it's just like a cool concept. So that's the kind of town I grew up in. After high school, we moved to Georgia. So while I was still in high school, my dad actually was visiting Georgia and found a house that he was interested in and it was in foreclosure. And so he got a good deal on it or I don't really know all the details. I wasn't into any of that stuff back then, but I remember him fixing up the house himself. I get most of my decorating and DIY and everything from my dad. That creative side is from my dad for sure. But fixed up the house. Amazing. Uh, Originally, he was wanting to pull me out of high school and take me to Georgia, but I think my parents decided I played sports and I was in my senior year and I thank God that they didn't pull me out because that would have been horrible thinking back. I would have survived and it just would have completely changed the course of my life, but they let me finish out my high school year. So my mom and I were still in Evanston while my dad was kind of back and forth fixing up this house that he bought in Georgia for us to move into once I graduated high school. So high school year was fun. My mom and I had fun. My mom is the more fun (laughs) parent, especially back then. So, you know, I was able to drive to school every day in the car that my parents had, which at the time was a Mercedes little SUV. And I just felt you know, just cool driving to school. My mom worked right close to where we lived. So she was actually able to walk to work, live downtown Evanston. And it was just like a cool year. It was a fun year. And we drove to Georgia quite often. And I think that's when I developed my love for road trips, which I'll talk about at some point. But we drove to Georgia so many times that year, which I think it was a 12-hour drive. So fast forward, I go to college in Georgia. I went to Spelman uh, first. It was a private school. So in-state tuition did not matter at that point because my parents had owned the house then for a year at least. So 
even though that was would have been helpful, I went to a private school at first, and so that didn't really matter. But I don't regret any phase of my life. I will talk about my experience at Spelman another time. But I decided to transfer out of that college uh, three years in. So this was one of the hardest decisions. One of the first hard decisions in my quote-unquote adult life that I made was transferring out of college one year before I'm supposed to graduate with all my friends and everything I was used to and knew and changing my major. So crazy. But I decided at that point I was able to make decisions, hard decisions, you know, and that was cool. It was a hard decision, definitely a struggle. So anyway, I'm just rushing through my story as quickly as I can. I plan to dive into more of these chapters. I just want to give you guys a brief overview and just introduce myself and explain how I got to where I am now. I ended up transferring to the University of Georgia and basically starting over there and pursuing an engineering degree. A lot of my credits from Spelman did not transfer over to UGA because there are two different types of colleges. So really starting over was tough, but thinking about it after the fact, it's like I did an engineering degree in four years, technically. I got a few of the credits from Spelman, but that was a tough time. Uh, Whenever I tell people I have an engineering degree, you know, the first response is like impressed or I'm smart, you know, which, yeah, I got the degree and I'm smart, but it was a struggle. (laughs) I was in classes every summer I overloaded my semesters. I was on a mission to get that degree, and it was tough, and I was in college for a long time. I was in college for seven total years because I was at Spelman for three, transferred, and started over for four, but I did it, and that was one of the best feelings in the world, graduating and accomplishing that goal because I did not know if I was going to be able to do it. There were a lot of tough moments and a lot of tough times throughout that journey. A lot of retakes and we did it. But I became addicted, I think, right at that moment to the feeling of I can do anything I put my mind to and it's okay to like trip. It's okay to stumble. It's okay to struggle. Just keep going. And it's okay to take a long time. Just do it if it's what you want to do, you know? It's okay to give up on a dream that someone else is. It's okay to quit in some circumstances. It's not okay to quit on your dreams. And so I'm a firm believer in that. You always see like, don't quit, don't give up. Okay, but sometimes you're not on the right course. And when you realize that, it's okay to change course. You are just changing the direction to follow your dream. So you have to quit on certain things in certain times of your life to get to where you want to go. So I think that's the vision and the the thing you always want to follow is your heart and your dream. And that changes throughout your life and as things change in your life. And it definitely is not what you planned from the beginning. I can tell you that right now. So I graduated. I ended up getting a full-time job at the place I was interning at. And then I moved into an engineering job, which was crazy. And like I said, I'm briefly going through this. I will dive more into it. But I was fired from that job, pushed out into the world, 
that is what was meant to happen. I know for a fact because then I was put into a completely different part or chapter that I never, never, never planned for. I spent all this time in college and then I started a career in fitness and wellness and I loved it. I still love fitness. It's a huge passion of mine. I've had a long journey with fitness and wellness and it's an ongoing journey, but that's when I moved to St. Louis. This was 29. I was fired. 29. When you're about to turn 30, you feel like, or you think when you're little, like when I'm 30, I'm going to have all my shit together and everything's going to be perfect and working out for me. No. Right before I turned 30, literally right before, months before, I was fired. I was single and I did not have a job technically, right? I didn't know what I was going to do. It was crazy. But before I turned 30, I actually had another job. I was in a relationship, the one I'm in now, which is the best relationship I've ever had. I was in the dream job at the time for me and for my life. At the time, it was a dream job. And I moved to a new place. The furthest away I had ever been from my parents, a different state. So like I said, or I think I said this, every phase of my life and chapter of my life, I kind of moved a little bit further away from my parents, which was hard because I was close to my family, close to my parents. I still am. So being in a whole different state was a huge change. But I did all of that right before I turned 30. And I had my 30th birthday kind of alone because I didn't have, I had just moved to St. Louis. I hadn't really made a lot of friends here yet. I knew the people that I was going to work with, but not like personally. I knew them virtually. And it was actually cool because I, me and one of my coworkers at the time, his wife has the same birthday as mine. And so like they invited me to the birthday dinner for her, but they kind of like sang to me too. And it was really sweet. And it felt like I was where I belonged at the time. And it was great. So then I moved into that job. I worked in the fitness and wellness industry. And that is a whole story uh, that I do want to share, but that just wasn't for me. It wasn't the course that I wanted to take in my life, and I was in that job for a long time, and that job and that company, it's called First Form. It plays and played a huge role in my life and is something that was a part of my life for so long, and it was really tough to leave that job. There's just a lot of reasons why I needed to. And on the podcast I was on recently, I mentioned like I didn't explain much because I just feel like there's a time and a place to do that. And I just wasn't quite ready. Um, I wasn't ready to talk about that. I'm still not, but it was tough. And I just, all I kept saying on that podcast was I knew I needed to leave. Like it was just what I knew I needed to do for me. But really what I wanted to do was create a life that I had always imagined for myself, which once I got into that role that I thought was going to be the final role, like I thought I was going to be with First Form Forever. It was a dream to work there. Such a cool place to work. Unlike any other place I will ever work. And it was an amazing experience. It was the hardest experience in my life. And yeah, I was there for three going on four years. So at this point, I'm 
32, 33, and, you know, thinking about if I'm going to stay in this role for, or this position for, you know, years to come. And it just was not what I imagined for my life. And so I had to just make a really tough, tough, tough decision. And I suffered from that decision. It was sort of like a bad breakup or not even a bad breakup, just a breakup where you kind of mourn this loss of like this thing that was such a big thing in your life. And also fitness was tied to that to me. So fitness was kind of weird for me for a while and just everything. It was a weird time. But in this time, I was also building what I'm doing now, which was fun and exciting. And it still is fun and exciting. And it's still forever changing. And it's like the the thing I'm most proud of, I think, is doing what I'm doing now. And everything that I have done in my life, the timing of everything, everything played a role. I would not be where I'm at now if it weren't for all the things that I have gone through, all the chapters, all the phases, all the time frames. everything worked out perfectly for this moment that I'm in. And that is so cool because there are so many times I'm like, what the F? Like, why is this happening? Why did I fail this class again? Why am I in this engineering job that I thought was a dream job that I now despise? Why did I move to St. Louis? Why did I start this job with this company? And why now do I feel like I need to leave this job? Like it was just so many crazy turns. Well, girl, if you're going through some crazy turns, just know. It will be okay. It will work out. These turns, all these things are for the best. But now what I do is I am an entrepreneur. (laughs) I have my own business, which I have wanted to say. Now, I had my own business briefly. It was a fitness business. um, And I gave up on that dream to pursue the career at First Form, the company that I moved to St. Louis for. And that was a conscious choice, you know? So now I'm actually doing it. My dream is to be able to be present for the future family that I hope to have. I want to be able to have full control over what I'm doing. Full control doesn't mean that I don't work because I work a crap ton. When you're doing it for your dream, though, it's different. It just hits different. It feels different. Everything that you're doing at first as an entrepreneur, it's all on you for the most part. Like I have people help me and whatnot, but most of my work and what I'm doing is all on me. And so you have to work. And I needed to start that now because I have always imagined being a mom. I talked about this on the podcast I was on. And that has always been something I just felt like was meant for me. And my life a year ago did not look like a life that was welcoming, you know, motherhood or even marriage. So that is why, that's the main reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now. Now, what I'm doing, my business is called Girl, I Believe in You, LLC. 
and GIBIY is an abbreviated version of it. That's really what it's called, GIBIY, but my LLC is Girl I Believe in You. I truly am passionate about helping people, but mainly helping women. That is the whole reason why I'm talking on this stupid mic on this app and putting myself out there right now. (laughs) It hit me, it triggered me when I was on the podcast yesterday. And so I was like, how do I fix this feeling that I'm feeling of, I want to talk more about this and make sure I do a good job. Well, I got to just talk then. I got to just do it. Like stop fighting it. Like I need to just talk to you. So I'm talking to you, girl. And I want to help you. I finally found my way to help. And that's really all I've wanted to do ever is help people. I found my way to help and that's through design. Design is not something I went to school for. As you know, I went to school for engineering, but design is something that has always come naturally to me, I will say, like quote unquote. It's a lot of things to learn with design. Like being in this as a career, I have spent a lot of time learning, learning the programs, learning the professional ways of doing things. That is the challenging, fun part for me. That's the challenge of this whole endeavor is that I know what I want to create. I know what I want it to look like. I have no problem visualizing what a logo can look like or what a website can look like. But teaching myself the software has been the challenge and I've been doing it and it's been fantastic and it's been a lot of time, but, and I'm getting better and better. And that is the goal just to be the best at what I do so that I'm able to help more women truly chase whatever dream they have once they decide to go for it. I understand what it's like to have a dream that you set on for so long and you may not know exactly what it even looks like, but you know, you know what you want to do. You just know, don't know the details of how it's going to happen or what exactly the day-to-day will look like or what exactly you're going to offer. But you have this dream. You know what this business is going to be. You might even know the name, right? I want to help you create that. I know how much of a scary thing that is to do. I know how hard it is to put yourself out there. I'm doing it right now. I did it yesterday. It was terrifying being on that podcast. Putting yourself out there. Trying. At the end of the day, no one cares if you fail. No one cares. If anything, you're going to help people by learning from the mistakes if you fail at whatever you go out and do. It is so, 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 so much better than to do something and it not work out than to not do it at all. Because what if it does work? Like that is the thing that I always tell myself. What if it works? What if it actually works? You see all these people out here doing all this stuff and you're like, what What are they doing that's different from what I can do? They're no different than me. I can do that. It is so important to believe in yourself and know that you can do it. Like you can. Girl, I believe in you. That is how I came up with that name. It is powerful. And I just want to have a whole gang of women that believe in themselves and are out there chasing their dream. And I am here and the agency that I am building, GIBIY, is here to help you create that dream and make it beautiful and exactly what you imagine, whether that is a logo, a website, brand kit, 
really I do more so branding, overall branding, than just a single logo at this point. And everything you need, all the tools you need, helping you with that creative side, that side that's time-consuming and annoying and you don't like to do it. Maybe you can do it, but it just sucks the time out of your day because it is tough and you're trying to figure it out. I want to take all that off your hands, helping with social media, graphics, and things you want to post, and stories, and how your grid's going to look, all of that stuff. I love it. Okay? I love it. I want to grow GIBIY into an agency where I have people that I trust, women alongside me, that had a dream as well, that went out and chased it, and are still wanting to chase that dream. They want to have flexibility in their life. They want to be able to be wherever they want to be. And they're helping you build that dream and they relate to you and how hard it was to put yourself out there and and make that dream a reality. I want to have a whole gang of you out there chasing that dream, living that dream and confident in the branding and the package that you bring to the table with your business. So that is why I started this, this GIBIY. The vision is so clear of where I want it to go, and it's been really, really cool to continue to wow myself and just kind of prove to myself that I can do this because I knew I could. I always knew I could. There was never a time where I thought, there's no way I can do this. I truly would not have started this business if I didn't think I could do it. It took a long time to get to that point, and it's constant work, and that's what I want to help you realize. You can do it. There's always going to be moments of doubt where you don't have the confidence, you don't have the self-esteem, you don't have the drive, but you have to learn how to fight through that. And I think that is what I have learned to master. The hard days, I will power through it. The stuff that doesn't work out, I'll fix it. Humiliating myself, I have no idea if I'm going to humiliate myself on that podcast yesterday. I don't even know what it sounds like, but I did it. You just got to do the things. That's it. So I hope that explains my story briefly, very briefly, because there's a lot more where that came from. There's a lot more I want to talk about and share with you, but I am just so grateful and so happy to be where I'm at. We are booking out for January 2024 right now in GIBIY, and it is currently um, November. So things are going well. I want to continue to book out and help as many people as I can. Small businesses in St. Louis is also kind of a, an avenue I've been going down. So female entrepreneurs and local St. Louis businesses, and we are here to help you. But girl, I believe in you. Get out there. Go do it. And I will be back soon. I'm glad I did this. I love you. Mm-hmm.